to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hello and thanks for joining us for another Flying Solo podcast, the show for those going it alone in business. My name is Robert Gerrish and this episode is part of a special Success Essential series brought to you by the New South Wales Government's Business Connect program. In this five-part series, followed by a community webinar, our expert guests bring you essential strategies, tools and ideas to start or grow your business. And if your business is in New South Wales, Business Connect gives you access to personalised business advisory services, skills training and business events. And your first four hours of one-to-one business advice are totally free. To find out more, just Google Business Connect NSW or visit industry.nsw.gov.au forward slash business connect. Now, I'm delighted to be talking with a man who, well, from what I've observed, gets a fairly heavy, almost daily dose of disruption and under the glare of studio lights and cameras. Welcome, Koshi. Hello, Robert. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. So look, what, what does it feel like on live TV <laughs> when things go a little bit wobbly? I love it. And, <laughs> and it happens a lot because um, what, three and three quarter hours a day of, of television, live TV, and it's all beautifully planned and researched and we have producers who have organised segments. And then you'll be live on air and something will happen overseas, whether it's a a bombing, whether it's a royal announcement, whether it's a royal baby being delivered. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing goes out out the window. Right, all your planning. Exactly. um, There's no scripts, there's no research, there's no nothing, so you wing it. Right. Often for an extended show. So you might, I think the longest I've ever winged it, and it was a minute after we went on air, and it was uh, the Boston bombings. Oh, and um, that occurred, and we went through to midday. Gosh. So it went from 5.30 till midday, oh. and we just, we just talked as different visions and stuff unfolded. Yeah. unfolded there. So, wow. And I love it. It's a real... Adrenaline bars, um, and because I've got such a close partnership with Sam, Samantha Armitage, yeah. we have this relationship that we are almost there to save each other. Yeah, so you're bouncing off each other. That's right. Yeah, you okay. know when the other one's running out right. of steam, <laughs> and so you know when to pick up. And it's yeah. that that intuition that a lot of us have in business with our staff, sure. yeah. um, just... And that's brought takes up over. through longevity, yeah, uh, okay. and that takes over. Fascinating. Well, look, well, I'm delighted that you that you love that disruption. But obviously, mm. today, you know, we're looking at a topic where an awful lot of small businesses are being very disrupted, and it's not yep. so pleasant. Yeah. You know, and it's a challenge, and that's obviously why we're talking now. I know that you get to meet a lot of people in business, and you very recently spent some time with Jack Dorsey, yep. you know, the guy who runs Twitter and Square. Now, he had some, uh, I mean, there's a guy who's, who's, oh. who's not only been in, involved in it, he's kind of led it. So what did, what did he world. get from him? Um, he, he is now the voice of the world. Twitter is the voice of the world. Uh, Donald Trump runs the most 
powerful man in the free world mm. runs his policy through Twitter. Yeah. Um, in the Supreme Court of, um, of the United States just a couple of weeks ago, they um, ruled that Donald Trump could not block people from his Twitter account because that would be a breach of free speech. Wow. So I, I said to him, did you ever think when you started this thing that you would be held up by the judicial system as a cornerstone of the uh, of the foundations of America I'm and free didn't. speech. No, no, no. He's a fascinating guy. A couple of things I got out of it was that he was an old punk rocker. Is that right? And loved punk rock. Um, I'm dying to see how you're going to segue punk rock back to disruption. Uh, he uses the philosophies of punk music in business. And I went, get out of here. What do you mean? And he says, well, just think of punk. Um, punk bands start as a couple of people who can't play an instrument yeah. getting together and they'll have a few practice runs. They'll then go and play in public and be abused by customers of the public and they take it on board and they keep playing and they keep playing until they get better and better and better and then people start appreciating them. How and he said that's what business should be. He, he has a philosophy and we have old-fashioned philosophies that say if we launch a new product or service, it's got to be 100% right before we even launch it. Mm. He's saying, no, 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 no it's not just really launch good. it. Just launch it. Let your customers give you the feedback to finish off the product. Yeah. And that's how you think like a disruptor. Now, he's chief executive of not one, but two billion dollar companies, Twitter, and of course, don't forget, he came up with Square as yeah. well, which is changing the payment system totally. for us in small business. Yeah. Um, we'll end up being a global small business bank. So he has his secrets to his day, because I said, how, how can you manage your day and your process? Mm. And he said, okay, I do, I have a process in the morning. I meditate, I work out, and I walk 90 minutes to work listening to podcasts. I do that every morning. Why do I do those three things? Because my workout only needs a chair and a wall. It's a seven-minute workout. Right. And all three things I can do anywhere in the world when I'm traveling. So it's That's a, it? a no-excuse routine yep. for me to do. And I know when I get to work, I've achieved so much for myself yep. in my professional development by doing those three yeah. things. So this is what he said, and I know exactly you have a, right. you have a similar regime. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to go into that right now. But no. so so he sets himself up for so success it, yeah, right okay. from the very start okay. of the day. Okay, and then he it's fascinating. What you're saying in his business is that he approaches it as a punk rocker. So That's right. Don't faff about. It, don't fuss. No, no. Get on with it. Your product, yeah, yeah. your business will never be perfect. Mm. Keep striving to be perfect, but understand it will never be perfect. So you never stop improving. Yeah. and changing your business. Hmm. And I think it's like my philosophy with disruption is that it all boils back to you and me. And hmm. um, you said in the intro, um, a lot of uh, small businesses are facing the challenge of disruption. Hmm. No, no, because I can guarantee you every business will be disrupted. Hmm. That's for certain. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree you should, with that. You should change that to Every business person should be seeing the opportunity from disruption hmm. rather than the challenge. Yeah, okay. It's a really 
It's think think of yourself as a startup. This is the startup of you mm. as a business owner because you're the driving force of your business. Mm. For, you're the biggest asset of the business. Yes, customers are important and staff are important. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You, the business owner, you drive the culture, you drive the dynamism within it, you drive the thinking of the business. Mm. So you have to start yourself up into the era of disruption and think like a startup. So yeah, okay. it goes. Yeah, that's a, and, a nice way to think about it, particularly oh, yeah. with, you know, a number of our listeners are businesses that have been around for a while. Yep. So you're saying, even though you've been going for a while, think like a startup. You know? I think so. Yeah. And, and it's little habits. For example, not saying, oh, this Facebook, Instagram stuff, I'll leave it up to the youngsters. Mm. You've got to take an interest. Yeah. When Apple released or Samsung, whatever you use, um, release new products, buy it. Mm. It's an investment in you for you to be comfortable in using technology mm. and digital yep. and not surrender that to a consultant or an IT expert or younger staff members. You've actually got to love embrace the it. changes and embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Look, I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's so just back to, to Jack Dorsey for a moment. So, you know, does he... I don't know whether this came out when you had your, your chat with him, but does he fear, is he always kind of looking over his shoulder as someone who's no. grand? No, he's see, not. See, I, and this was part of continually changing because mm. I brought up the recent Toys R Us yeah. Yeah, being yeah. put into administration. I remember when they first came to Australia mm. and they were the disruptor of toy retailing. Yeah, totally. Toy retailing was going to change the world. Um, little toy retailers, your corner toy re retailer was not going to survive, it's going to wipe it out. And all of a sudden, this disruptor got disrupted and ended up going into administration because they sat and did nothing. They said, oh, we disrupted everyone 15, 18 years ago when we'll we came tight, to Australia. Right? We'll sit tight. Yeah. Not understanding that the toy market went online, uh, some of the big discount, the, the targets and the big W's started selling discounted toys as well. So didn't meet that challenge. Mm. Um, like Coles, okay, um, have just announced that they're going to smaller supermarkets. Yeah, okay. Now, this is the trend in Europe, isn't it? Exactly right, mm. because working families don't do a big weekly shop. You, you tend to get the groceries on for the that run. night's meal on the run. So they're being disrupted. And remember where disruption comes from? It comes from your customers. Mm. Yeah, good point. Disruption, everyone says, oh, these businesses are disrupting us. No, no, no. Your customers are going to somebody who's catering for them better. Mm. So your customers are driving disruption. And if you're not listening to them, well, then you're going to get caught. Yeah, okay. Listening to them and keeping a very close eye on them, obviously. We need to see oh, what yeah. our customers are doing. And their habits. Yeah. Um, and... I, I tell this story a bit. Um, when I lived in Melbourne, we had this. Um, I was a big consumer, of, obviously, being a journalist, uh, of magazines and newspapers from our local news agent. And Lib and I got a uh, invitation, uh, a thank you letter from mm -hmm. him saying, "Thanks for being a great customer. Um, love to have you join me for uh, cheese and wine um, after the shops close on a Thursday." And we thought, "Oh, what a nice That's thing nice. to do." Hmm. So I got there, there were about 10 other couples there, 
Um, and the owner of the news agent gave a bit of a talk to us how his father had started the business or was up the end of, other end of Camberwell. They'd, here they sort of expanded in the next shop. They'd introduce um, office supplies for small business, moved the women's magazines over there and brought in there. So it was yeah. really interesting. And then he said, now, how can I improve my business? Hmm. You're my best customers. Yep. And Great it got fun. into this really animated discussion. I thought the cheeky bugger, this is a focus group. Yeah. Um, and I went up, up to him after and he said, you know, don't tell anyone. It's a big thank you. It's <laughs> yeah. a big thank you. He said, but all of the changes that I talked about earlier were all suggestions from customers. Mm. All my brilliant ideas come from customers. Mm. And I got so guilty about that that I changed from cast to bottled wine for my wine and cheese nights right. and improved the value of the cheese because... It was just so beneficial. Yeah. That's a, that is such a good point that, uh, and it's such a, a good example of listening to your mm. customers. You know, what I like there is that he didn't just send an invite out to everybody. He recognized those people that are yep. his better customers and he hosted a small event. You know, we talk about that. We've talked about that a few times on Flying Solo. It's such a good idea. Yeah. And But he does it every month. Yeah, he okay. schedules That's it. It's a process. It's yeah. not a one-off is, right, I'm going to do it every month. And he has a discipline to mm. do it. So, so, okay, so what you're saying is, I think it's a great point, is that uh, if we don't find kind of uh, how we, it's almost like you're suggesting we disrupt ourselves. Yep. You know, we, we should do it before someone does it to us, is what Absolutely. you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. And, and, mm. and let your customers lead you and have a mindset. You know, put, you're on Zero or MYOB or QuickBooks or whatever. Are you on the cloud? part of it? Mm. Have you got a dashboard set up? Mm. You know, innovation and changing your thinking is as simple as challenging the processes that you've got yeah. have a at look the at moment. What you're doing. And have a look. Yeah. And that's just as effective for productivity to and be aware of all those things. Yeah. Okay, in a moment I'm going to take us on to um, looking more at the kind of the mindset, you know, what yep. other things that we can do. This is probably a good point to remind listeners that if you're looking for more in-depth support, practical workshops and business events on this and many other small business topics, head along to the Business Connect website. Simply go to industry.nsw.gov.au forward slash business connect or search business connect NSW. Okay, so uh, David, let's get back to, or let's look at this thing of, uh, you know, the mindset. You've already sort of yep. given us some indications. Is there anything else I'm thinking either that, you know, gosh, I know you've spoken to a, a, a number of, you know, wonderful people quite recently. Yeah. Is there anything that you pick up or that you use yourself that we haven't covered that, you know, yeah. really helps you embrace change or okay. that you've seen others use? I think you've got to keep reminding yourself that change is not going to go away. Okay, so that's how critical it is that you have to change. A great stat I say to people, and I have grandchildren in primary school at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got kids in primary school, understand that 65% of your son's or daughter's class in primary school, when they finish school, will get a job that hasn't been invented yet. Mm. Six, More than half mm. of that class... So the old days of going, oh, I'm going to go into the bank yeah. or some become an accountant. Crazy thinking. Uh, yeah, Jane, do this. No more. Mm -hmm. So the change is just going to get more rapid. Yeah. Um, if you've got um, an iPod home from Apple or a Google, home, 
buy one of those. Yeah. Understand how artificial intelligence is going to start impacting your customers and also you and start using that sort of stuff and thinking, oh, how could I, I do this? Um, I, I invest in startups, a small part of my um, self-managed super fund. Okay. Um, mainly fintech, because that's the area I know. Mm. Um, I've invested in five, tripled my money on one, mm-hmm. uh, two are basically break even at Lion Bull at the moment, and lost everything on two. Okay. So oh. as a portfolio okay. of five, yeah. I'm about Lion Bull, mm. financially. Yeah. What it's done for me and my professional and personal development is enormous. Yeah, okay. The way... Well, it must magnify your interest in those sectors hugely when yeah, you've yeah. got some skin in it. But to talk to these young founders mm. and how they go about things mm. and um, how they cope with risk, how they cope with scaling, how they, how they, uh, sort of, they pivot all the time, a failure mm. of a product. And one of my biggest weaknesses is that if I have a great idea and I launch it and run with it and it doesn't work out, mm. I will tend to not admit my mistake. Okay. Uh, it'll come good. Let's give it another month. Let's yeah, give it another okay. month. Hanging give on it, to it. Hang on to yeah. it. Losing more money. And in the end, you just cut it and go, why didn't I do it after two months? Yeah. These founders, these disruptors, will have no hesitation putting out a product or service and... If it goes, it goes. Mm. If it doesn't, they fail fast, they fail cheap. Yeah. I su- and I suppose if you've got, uh, you know, to a lot of these businesses, they, they may well have people that have invested. You mm. know, investors kind of don't take any crap, do they? If something doesn't work, it's like, righto, guys. That's right. What are you going to do now? But it's not a stain on your character. No. Um, it is, well, you've learned from that. Don't make that mistake again. Mm. Go and do something else and yeah. try it. Or they, um, Netflix is a classic example. All right, Netflix, which is shaking up free-to-air television. Mm. What it started as, it started as a video hire place mm. to avoid late fees. Yep. Then turned into a video hire place, an online video hire place. And then turned into a streaming business. And now it's turning into a production business. Mm. So, yep. you know, it is... Let your business evolve. If you're, if you're doing it tough at the moment and so. Oh, geez, retail's bad, and mm. da da, and their shops are closing, and all that sort of stuff. Um, think well, why? What do my customers want differently? Do mm. I need to change how I engage my customers? Do I need to to switch from a pure bricks and mortar to a bricks and clicks business? Mm. Um, the storeroom out the back, should I be turning that into a, a parcel business? Mm for my online store. Now, it's not expensive anymore. It's Mm. not hard to set up your own website and to test and find out what you're doing. It's not hard to do a Facebook sale for your business on slow moving stock. It's not hard to do VIP events um, for your customers um, um, on particular occasions. Mm. It It is being creative. Now, I know that's hard, when you're at the front line of a business, you're a bit burnt out, you feel shackled to it. Believe mm. me, I know. Yep. You've got the issues of, oh, you know, cash flow is not so good. Do I, how do I pay staff? To, I know what you're carrying. Mm. But you've sort of, I think the challenge for us as business owners is to compartmentalise that. Yep. 
I know it's easier yeah, to say yeah, than yeah. do, but I've, I've, I've been through it myself. Yeah. Jerry Harvey once said to me from a Harvey Norman, because um, you've never been in business until you've been to the brink, looked over the edge and come back again. Right. And I thought, what a grumpy old bugger you were. <laughs> until it happened to me. Right. And Have he's right. Yeah, he's yeah. right. Mm. And so it is compartmentalising and setting time aside with a mentor or a trusted confidant. Mm. Or a, oh. You're all right. Yeah, yeah well, look, as I'll just interject there. You know, that's one of the great things I should just, I, I can't resist mentioning this because it's relevant. That's what people can do, you know, certainly New South yes. Wales residents with Business Connect. You know, we can get yep. four hours with an advisor. How brilliant is that? And it will change your life mm. to do that. Um, I have a, I always have mentors. Um, you have been what, sorry? Uh, mentors. Oh, yeah, mentors. Okay. I, I run my business like a, public business, mm. I have um, set in stone a board meeting every month, have an outside director always on it, uh, who's an advisor because of the legal ramifications these days of being an official director, it's too much okay. to put on someone. Right. Um, but an, always an advisor to the board who's, mm. who's an outsider, completely different. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my time. Mm. Well, important. For someone to challenge me. Yeah, and as, as uh, you know, very small solo businesses, we can do the same. We oh, can yeah. have a virtual board. We can have a team yep. of people that challenge us and well, go, the, hey, Robert, what have you been doing? The Flying Solo Forum yeah, perfect is a classic forum. example of totally, that. Yeah. I, I go under the Flying Solo Forum yeah. because everyone's sharing their ideas mm. and sort of the confidence you get out of it yeah. is, I'm not alone with this problem. Absolutely. So many other people yeah, have totally. but. I have cash flow problems all the time in my mm. business. And it gets, gets me down at times. Um, but then I was reading Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, um, who was the founder of Nike. Oh, okay. Great brand, yeah. uh, enormously successful business. And what the message of that book is, until the day he floated it for something like $2 billion, right. he had cash, flows every cash flow problems issues. every week. Sure. And the whole book is about him juggling his cash flow. And at the end of it, I thought, oh, thank God it even <laughs> happened to <see."> yeah, <laughs> That's fascinating. One, a couple of points I'm going I'm to draw us to a close, but the, you know, that you were talking there about, you know, retail and bricks and mortar, but, yep. you know, clicks versus bricks. And, you know, it's fascinating, isn't it? When you look at, um, say, bricks and mortar, you know, we, we a few years ago, we might have sat here and thought, oh, bricks and mortar yep. is history. But look at it now. What we're oh. seeing is artisan crafts you know it's, it's almost like a complete flip isn't it yep absolutely you know um a shoemaker a cobbler mm. um go and come visit them um if you're in sydney the queen victoria building yep um on the top level um quite expensive shoes and boots and okay. stuff like that handmade this is where you get traditional shoes, right? uh, yeah no well i got one pair of oh okay um <laughs> uh, and well we did a case study on him for um, uh, for the Business Builders Program on yeah. TV, and um, nine seventy uh, percent of what he produces he sells overseas. Wow! Um, and he hand makes all the shoes. Got a great website. Yeah. Really interesting. You can't get more bricks and mortar than a cobbler, a yeah. shoemaker yeah, who yeah. does it by hand. Yeah. Well, he's brilliant. Just. And I bet his brilliant. business is going gangbusters. Going gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, has sends offers out on email and his Instagram yeah. the whole time. Mm. Um, 
Well, that's exactly what you're saying about yes. you know embracing these things because you could be a cobbler that thinks, oh my God, the, you know the world is yeah. is running yeah. flying by me, but yeah. not at all. But the artisan stuff is an important mm. thing, and also it's very interesting. Successful online businesses are going bricks and mortar. Mm. Um, she's a prey. Yeah. Great model, um, basically, and ladies would. You would know it rather yeah. than us blokes. You can yeah. build and design your own shoes online. Mm. Um, they set up kiosks in department stores yeah. because some customers said, oh, yeah, I like buying online, mm. but I like to see it first yeah. or I like to pick them up personally rather than be posted out. So okay, you, the, the problem is bricks and mortar businesses are saying, the whole world's going online. Well, it's not because no. your customers don't want it to go online. No, that's they still want the experience. Yep. So it's how you balance it. Mm. And people that go, I'm just bricks and mortar. I'm just online. Yep. They're missing the point. Yeah. Last question to you. You yep. mentioned your grandchildren earlier. Yep. On, right? I know you're a very proud granddad. Yep. Um, are they going to be driving cars? Um, probably not. Mm. Um, and how good's that? Yeah. Um, they won't be cluttering up the street with them, are they? No, uh, no, probably won't be driving cars. Um, I love the well. Look, when trains first came out, mm. and there were blokes walking you along in front. No, no, uh, <laughs> walking in front with a red flag. Yeah. Don't fear change. Change is just going to come. Mm. Embrace it. Understand what it is, and then look for the opportunity. Yeah. Great stuff. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Thanks, for Robert. Us, Good Thank to catch you. Up. Before we leave you, thanks so much for joining us in this episode of the special five-part Success Essential series brought to you by the New South Wales Government's Business Connect program. To listen to the other episodes and catch our webinar, head to flyingsolo.com.au forward slash businessconnect. And if your business is in New South Wales, Business Connect gives you access to personalised business advisory services, skills training and events, and your first four hours of one-to-one -one business advice are totally free. To find out more, head to industry.nsw.gov.au forward slash businessconnect or call 1300 134 359. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au. We look forward to catching you again on the Flying Solo podcast. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.